Thank Hello. you. Wow. <laughs> Who is this sexy voice? Who is Yokes? this? Uh, Yokes. Egg huh? Yolks. Yolks. She needs no introduction, right? <laughs> she do, do we even need to. Thank you so much. Yeah. She's no, like, I was just telling. She's like our fourth Lito member, fifth. Yes. Other than Singman and Kenji. Ah. 对. I'm just a Lao Mao. Yes, Lao Mao. Tichi Mao. Can I say Tichi Mao? Our yeah, firstborn. Maybe, maybe the sun. Oh, the Lito's firstborn. Born in the Himalayan hills. The image is a little bit wrong. What do we do in the Himalayas? Just a remote. Immaculate conception. Immaculate. Remote conception. She's a miracle. Is this your first time in Dan's house? Yes, what a gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful house. <laughs> Welcome to the Palace of Love, the Palace of Julie. Oh yeah, the Palace oh. of Julie. Thank you Welcome for the princess. Oh yeah. yes, I'm the, the princess, princess with three backpacks. Yeah, okay, so anyway, for those of you who are the totally new listeners, you don't know who Yokes is. Yokes is a dear friend, one of our very, very early listeners turned friend, turned interviewee. And yeah. I was just telling Yokes that we are quite gamsyap when it comes to doing interviews. Most podcasts, right, will have a lot of interviewees, interview episodes. But mm. for us, we are very careful about who we invite onto yeah, the Lord, show. I think you are only the one of... How many? Uh? Two. Two. Oh, Last three, for, uh? for season one. Moses and then it's her already, right? That's all. Very gamsyap. We very yeah, gamsyap. Then, I am so honoured. And she's the first one again for season two. I want to throw a second one. I balloted since a long time ago. Yeah. So the last time we spoke was a year ago when Yokes brought out her book. Yeah. Lessons from the Himalayas. Lessons from the Himalayas. Yes. And then... One year ago, she we interviewed her and then like... It went on for our class, right? Yeah, and then there were so many questions. We didn't talk about it. So we said that, <laughs> we like, ah, come to the end of the episode, <laughs> so we need another episode, except now it's one year. <laughs> so today, woman, we really fulfilled our promise, right? Yes. But Yooks also fulfilled her promise. Mm -hmm. Because in the last episode, she said that she would come out with a Chinese Mandarin version. Mm -hmm. And it's happening. It's happening, yes. It's, it's, it's a piece of work in progress, but it's happening. Oh, I'm, mm. I'm amazed by your, what do you call it, that ability to... Manifest mani and do. Make things happen. Yes. You show tao, zuo tao. Yeah, she take action. Ma. Yeah. That's, mm. that's the quiet strength in persistence. Which oh, is one of the which chapters is in your book in also. Book. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Yokes has just um, printed a second print. Yes, Because yes. the first print sold, sold out. out. It was sold out in May. Woo! Uh, a huge... Huge, huge thank you yeah! to Raito because I think people listened to the episode that we did a year ago yeah. and they went on to purchase oh, the book. Okay, Even okay. actually about two weeks ago, there was someone who wrote me, um, new Xiao Mao, mm. and said that um, he really enjoyed all our episodes, yeah. but for some reason, he skipped the interview one with Yokes. Mm -hmm. Don't know why he said he just didn't feel like he wanted to some find out more. Some people don't listen to interviews. Yeah, then he said, like then one fine day, that day when he sent the message, he said he just decided that, okay, maybe I just want to find out what the interview is about. Mm. And then he got totally sucked into the conversation Wow. And he loved it, and he said it actually exploded like explosions in wow. his body and his mind. <laughs> and he really, really enjoyed the conversation. And then he said that he's finally found the courage 
to um, move ahead in life and to explore and to be adventurous. So, so beautiful. Yeah, so our listeners really Actually, enjoyed okay. our conversation. Is it okay to review we, the Xiao Mao or... I want to see her name, but I think the last episode in the IG. You're right. It was the last episode. Okay, I I mean, just thank you so much to this Xiao Mao. I think when our body is ready to receive the information, the universe is ready to deliver and show you Mm. what's Mm -hmm. up there. Yeah, so it's all about timing, right? Yes, timing. So, you know, I was rereading the book, I was listening to the podcast also, and then I heard the story about the princess with the three backpacks, right? Then I realized, huh, actually, you left out a lot of details in the book. The book already right until very jing right? <laughs> but then when I listened to the episode, I was like, wow, there's so, still so many details. Right. Mm. So mm. I think it feels like there's still so many stories that you haven't told right. us from right. your whole journey. La. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It's been two years since I went on the journey. Yeah, I was counting. Are the memories no, still like, fresh? Two years or one and a half? It was in uh, August all the way to December. 2018. Mm. So now it's uh, 2020. 2020 so two end years, of the yes. year. Yeah, coming to two years. I mean, two years. Mm. Are the memories still fresh in your head? The details of some of the memories may not be so fresh, but the lessons are still very salient and strong in my mind. And recently, when I was preparing for the reprint, so the second print actually contains very slight Difference, mm. differences in terms of the writing and a little bit of the design. Mm. So I have to also reread a lot of the things I wrote two mm. years ago. And I was like, wow, especially with COVID, yeah. mm. it's like everything I wrote in 2018 are such important lessons for me to practice in 2020. Even more relevant now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All, all, the, all the lessons and the six key themes that were running throughout. Oh yeah, I love those. Really are key reminders to how we can live our best life even through a pandemic. Can you remind our readers, oh, sorry, readers, your readers, can you remind your readers and our listeners, what are the six themes? I love it, eh? Um, community and love, strength and beauty, and there's joy and contentment. I love it. I want to just take a moment to soak that in right now. You know, this soaking thing, right, is exactly how the state I was in perpetually mm. when I was flipping through Yoke's book. Yep. This book really needs the, you to be very present, yep. very tactile. Correct. And there's a lot of moments where you just sink in and soak in the nourishment of the book. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I was reading and then I was like, shit, I don't care. <laughs> la. I'm just going to... just gonna. Like fold the page. Hey, look at mine. Hello, <laughs> look just, at mine. Yeah, and I'm just gonna underline the lines that like. Yeah, so it's very interesting because when we did the first um episode, I have done your book launch right. So yes. I've read the book right, but you only on the day when we recorded the first episode, you passed mm, Rebecca's copy to her, so she hasn't read the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So this is very different you have just read the book yes. right. Yeah. So do you want to tell us like what? How? What's the experience like for you reading this book? Mm. I was very envious, actually. Mm. I was like, wow. I wish I was on the journey with her. I even thought, hey, maybe next time if Yokes go on such a journey... Yeah, together, you want to go with her, can right? She, can she bring us along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd be she happy be. to can join me at any part oh, of the But yeah, at the same time, I thought, then you'll lose that magic of solo travelling. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you bring us along, 
we will we we will have a different experience. That's true. I think that's true. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, reading the book, I was smiling myself. Yeah. I was crying. Yes, <laughs> oh, right. Was, a journey, right? I was very very cantong. You were very cantong, but which very part? Yeah. Kantong, yeah. So many. Should I read one passage? Uh? Sure. This one. This person says she cannot write. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> but write so well. This one right. Cannot write. Right. Until like that. Okay. I really love this one. Hmm. Hey, actually. I think you read this in our last episode also. Then read it again. Yeah, repeat it yeah. again. Okay. But this time you read long. She said, We forget, but love is just as primal as fear. Sometimes it is buried deep somewhere else. Sometimes we mask it out of fear. When your heart is truly open, abundance is all around and within you. It will not hurt to love, to give, to share. This I learned straight from the mountain folk who embodied the spirit of love. They expected nothing in return. That has always been the gift from the Himalayas to the people living in her cradle. Love over thousands of years. Over the four short months that I spent in their company, that was what I received. Love. Wow. So you cried huh, when you read that? It really hit me. It mm. really hit me. Like Love over thousands of years. Yeah, that line is so beautiful. Yeah, and then it hit me also that we're in 2020. The year mm. of the pandemic. Mm. And now we cannot travel already, right? So we, we have been learning to build community in our, mm. in our island, little island. Yeah. And all these lessons that we learn from yokes, it's time to really practice them. Yeah. So actually, when I yeah. was jotting down some of the questions that I have for yokes, Sorry. Um, I, the first question that I have is, what are the lessons that have held true and especially in the past year for you? Right, like you wrote the book. So it's just like how we record our own podcast and sometimes we have to eat our own shit sandwich. We listen back and we go like, yeah, we really have to channel this and embody this and practice this. Mm. Even though intellectually we understand and we've been through it ourselves, but we forget. Mm. So as a writer, for the lessons that you have shared with everyone through the book, what are the lessons that still stand the test of time after this year? And what really stands out for yourself? I think maybe just to jump off uh, what Rebecca just read, that paragraph about abundance and about how it will not hurt to love and to give. I think of those few months when we went into Circuit Breaker, actually. Mm. And that sudden disruption uh, to our lives and the sudden loss. You know, we, we lost so many things in different ways and each of us lost something. Yeah, um, But it was also in those period of times that I suddenly noticed and observed that there are there was so much abundance all around Singapore. You see people really putting together resources to help those who are vulnerable. You see people putting together resources to support the healthcare workers and mm. people in the essential um, employment to, to get through this pandemic. And even just the essential workers who are keeping us and keeping Singapore going. And that to me was a clear, clear apparent um, expression of abundance. And it has to come in a time of a pandemic. You know? and, and again, I, I trace back to this chapter that I wrote about how I 
reacquainted with genuine kindness in the mountains. Yes. Something that I thought I lost in the yes. Lion City. Mm. And and I wrote about how I thought, oh, in the mountains when you know we are threading between life, safety and danger, that's when we connected to each other again as human beings. Mm. And I thought, hey, that's that's what the pandemic did to all of us. We were, mm. were living in the city, but not in the mountains. But see, when when something so drastic that happened that threatens, you know, our entire species, you know, safety and, and, and the sense of when we're treading between life and death, you know, we were fearful of what COVID would do to us and do to our mortality. Then that's when we return and return back to that primal state of love. And all of a sudden, everybody's so willing to give. Yes. And so you know that actually all of us have that capacity and has that potential for love to mm. give yeah. and it doesn't hurt at all yeah. um, so that was one very big lesson that was glaring at me during the COVID times Then mm. another thing that I, I think was a lesson that came out very clearly during and over the past six months was also the I think it's called the beauty in a life lived simply yes mm. and I in, like also yeah in yeah, that chapter right. I wrote about how you know some days Life or days were so simple that it, it was, was hard. hard. Hey, and hey, you see, yeah. anyhow, food is this page, <laughs> oh. it's my blue post it. Okay. Your book looks messier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a book well loved. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, integrated okay. into your life. Okay, sorry, Yoke, so no, 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 it's okay. And I think, I think COVID gave a lot of us an opportunity to experience this without being in the mountains. I remember True, in the past, the previous episode, I was asking the both of you, like, have mm. you ever spent so much time with yourself that mm. you began asking yourself questions that you may never have an opportunity to ask if you don't have that space? Yeah. And I think COVID really gave many of us that space mm -hmm. and a lot exactly. of people got very uncomfortable they don't know how to handle exactly. that space. Yes. And, and so, wow. um, your book is pro again, that, that lesson <laughs> was very clear and apparent to me, that practice of just sitting with our discomfort and noticing what is unraveling inside us, mm. that self-inquiry work, like why am I feeling this way or why do I live my life in this certain manner? Why do I feel um, this way when I'm stuck in the house mm -hmm. uh, for, for so long? So different things also came up for us when we were all stuck in our four little, I mean, in our little yeah. boxes. And I think this time it's it's even more interesting because I believe back when I was in the Himalayas, even though my life and my days were very simple, I had the opportunity to go out to nature every day to, to be in nature. Mm. And that was very healing. But in COVID, we were all mm. stuck in our own houses. Yeah. And that can be very uncomfortable because I mentioned um, in our last episode about how, you know, when we sit with um, time uh, over a period of time, first it can get interesting. So I think at the beginning of Circuit Breaker, people were like, oh, what can we do? And how we can spend our days. Then over time, you know, things can get very frustrating. Yeah. It takes time to the see The novelty our starts to wear off. Correct. And the novelty mm. starts to yeah. wear off. Actually, that's what struck me about yeah. Yoke's journey or so. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you look at it, you think, wow, this person had a revelatory journey, right? That was so good and all that. Then as I read through, I realised 
it was very tough for you. Yeah. Like you went through a lot of, you had your meltdown, yeah. anxiety, and then so mm. many weird and scary things happened to you, right? Mm. Like, like for us, I, I think it's a similar journey for us, like this journey inwards, right? Mm. As we stay in our homes, like at the moment, it might not be fun. Like, you know, the process is not, it's not fun one, it's painful one. But then when we cross the hurdle, yes. there's something yes. at the end yeah. that is very precious that yeah, that we might gain after mm. this period mm. of pain. Mm. Yeah, this journey inwards has we have to go through that process mm. of pain. Yokes, I wanted to ask you, like, so you said that um in the hills you felt this discomfort, you know, this restlessness of after you didn't do anything for a short period of time, right? Then you begin to feel very restless. What do you think is the chowman? Like if you are so uncomfortable and that discomfort, how do you process it? And my other my follow-up question is that did your experience in the Himalayas transfer to how you manage the space of staying in due to COVID? Wow, what a beautiful question. Xiaomen, is it? Yes. When things get very uncomfortable. How do you I, process I think that? Ever since I came home after Himalayas, I've been really diving deep into this concept of presencing. Mm. So uh, there may be different definitions of what this word means. But to me, it means being very present in this moment and noticing um, what's happening inside us. So I see our brain, our heart and our gut as three main uh, information systems of receiving at processing and also transmitting information. So we're constantly receiving information in our mind, uh, in our heart and in our gut. And they manifest as sensations. Mm. They manifest as emotions. Okay. You know, like, you know, for at the heart area, when you feel very angry, you can mm. almost feel this, this rage and mm. this, um, this rage around your heart and chest region. Or when you feel really, really depressed and sad, you can feel like, there's a little bit of a suffocation and a tightening around your chest region. And then in your mind, of course, you know, there's always the scattering thoughts, um, the spiraling, the loops, you know, the, the loops of thinking patterns that we mm. may have. So I think presencing is a practice where I try to be very aware and just noticing what I'm experiencing now mm. as I am experiencing them. Mm. So like naming, oh, I can feel this sensation in my shoulders or in my legs. Um, oh, I'm, I'm feeling this emotion and the word I can think of is grief. Mm. And then in my mind, wow, I, I'm really, really sad that I lost my jobs. I lost my work when COVID hit and it yep. was overnight. So sitting with these thoughts, emotions, and bodily sensations, and then um, one way the Tiaomen to, to move through can always be breath. Mm. So I wrote in the book about how breath is as primal as love and fear. So whenever I feel like, even as I'm noticing what's happening within me and I find that I may be spiraling or I may be you know, going really deep inside without uh, feeling out of control, then I remind myself to return to my breath. Mm. And then the other thing I would suggest is um, seeking out for support. Mm. Really searching for somebody I feel safe with. Yep. And I think back in the mountains, um, I may not have the language, but I felt really safe in the, in the hands of the mountain folk, mm. right? Who embodied the spirit of love. But here in Singapore, I, I also have my tribe. 
So people I feel really safe to be vulnerable with. Mm. So I can share with them, hey, I'm feeling these sensations in my body, these emotions and these thoughts, you know, help me understand or, or help me process what might be happening. Or even just when you tell somebody what mm. is going on for you, um, I, I wrote this in my blog on my website and I, I wrote about fears and how when you name your fears, you actually releases their grip. Yeah. Mm. You release yeah. their grip on mm. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that effect and that power of just telling somebody um, and hence that goes back to the idea of a community, right? The community mm-hmm. is mm. the, the group of people that yeah. you feel really safe to talk about whether it's your fears, whether it's something negative that you're going through or even something positive that you want to celebrate with. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, what was your second question? I forgot. Though, did your experience in Himalayas prepare you better for when COVID happened? Absolutely, absolutely. I think ever since I came back, I've been practicing whatever um, I learned in the mountains. And I do think that we cannot expect miracles to happen overnight. Mm. So a lot of these practices are, you know, in times when a crisis hasn't happened, you already put this practice in place so yeah. that when a crisis does hit, your body already remembers how to move back to a sense of safety. Yeah, it's like training and <laughs> yes, preparation really, before the actual really. race, right? Yeah. We That's always why talk about that, right? Like we always tool, talk about toolbox. Exactly. Yeah, it's a toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because this kind of work has to happen on normal days, like the baseline, right? That's mm. when you have the capacity, the mental Correct. space and emotional Correct. space and capacity to do the training. But yeah. when the shit hits the fan, you usually don't have the capacity to Correct. start learning now. It's because, too late. Yeah, because you already go into fight, flight or freeze. Yeah. So in those moments, it is your prior practice, how your body and your mind remembers what you have been practicing mm. to bring you back to the baseline yes. or somewhere closer to the baseline mm. so that you can uh, seek support or yeah. seek help. Yeah. I think that it's very similar to learning how to swim. Like you have to learn how to swim and tread water in a swimming pool. Or like cycling, right? Then at least you have a chance of surviving when oh, you're right. being thrown into a stormy sea, mm-hmm. right? But if you never go to a swimming pool and learn how to like, you know, kick your feet and stay afloat, right? Yeah, then yeah, yeah, you yeah. get thrown into a stormy sea. Well, good luck. And then I think also because you have some basic skills, you're less scared. Exactly. Actually, it's the fear that makes us really struggle. Yeah. Sometimes. You know, Yokes, there's so much that you mentioned um, with your sharing just now about processing the emotion and feeling, uh, being very, pre- like, presencing and being present. I'm totally geeking out because that's exactly what are the tools that I think is so sorely missing, which we want to teach in the Lighto Academy. Yay! Yes. And I'm very excited because we are we are getting Yokes to come in and teach <laughs> this kind of somatic oh, yoga. Yeah. You're in for a treat. Correct, right? Like, I was telling Yokes, I said, hey, I, we would like you to be involved in Lighto Academy and come in and teach some stuff, you know, like yoga and whatever. And she said, you know, my yoga is different. Wow. <laughs> I practice a different kind of yoga. And then I said, why is your yoga oh, different? Our are different too. Yeah. And then she said, oh, it's more a somatic, emotional experience. And I think mm. she's just given us the tip a little peek into what yeah. to expect okay. because I think the problem why we get very anxious Mm-mm. or we get very scared is because we don't know how to process a feeling especially a negative feeling right. so, and it includes discomfort that yeah. includes yeah. fear right yeah. and I think Yokes talked about how powerful it is mm. that when we name our fears mm. and we recognise how what we're feeling, we can name that emotion in the first place and we watch what is ha- what's happening in our body and yes, we tune in. Yes. That's why is it so powerful? It's because instead of resisting and trying to get out of that feeling because you don't want to feel yucky, mm. you are tuning in. And when you do that, 
the intensity might appear to be bigger and higher, right? Mm. But what's happening is you're opening up this container and this capacity to contain and hold space for it. And when you watch it and be very present for the vibration in the body, you suddenly shift from being a victim of the emotion to an observer of the emotion. Uh. So therein widens the gap between right. you and the feeling. I'm having goosebumps now as I'm saying this. Yeah, I was going to say that the medium lie liao. Yeah. I just, I'm just trying to explain <laughs> a little bit more about... Yes, Ling Xian Gu Xiao Fan La. No, I was talking about this Yuk Xian Gu, right? Is, this is my understanding. The latest Xian Gu to join the Zhen Rong. <laughs> Our firstborn. I'm just saying that this act of um, what she said, which is naming it and watching it and presencing, the reason why you're able to um, rise above and not be a victim of that emotion and not be swept away by it is because mm. then you open this space between the gap between you and the emotion because now you're watching it you're ah, observing yeah. it love it and Absolutely. you're not at the mercy of it right. so in that one instant when you do that you flip the role and that's mm. why this is so empowering this practice this tool is so empowering now if you understand it intellectually it still doesn't mean you can do it because that's where the practice comes in when that negative emotion Correct. washes over you and engulfs you, that's when you go like, now I have to watch what's, what's mm. happening in my body. I have to hold space for this emotion and that is difficult. It's not easy. Yeah, And I would really like to invite the Xiao Mouse to notice, you know, when you're feeling a certain emotion, where in your body do you really notice ah. this? Because... Yes. Before the sense of emotion comes, emotion is an is a intellectual and cognitive um, mm. concept. So before the word, before we identify this as an emotion, mm. we actually first feel it as a sensation in our body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if Correct. we're able to notice it, right, we begin to open up or create this gap mm. even much earlier mm -hmm. before you know it, it really hits like the treasures like wow this emotion gets very very overwhelming mm. oh, yeah. I love this connection between the mind and the body yes, yes. it reminds me of a yes. bit of like Vipassana tell us more about Vipassana Vipassana is I mean it's a meditation mm. method right but mm. it's about you not looking at your thoughts most meditation is to sit down and you allow your thoughts to but Vipassana is looking at your body mm. where you feel that discomfort mm. yeah so I love what you said about this it manifests in the sensations first and that is the reality right but then a lot of times we think that it's in the head yeah yeah but mm -hmm. actually it's in the body mm -hmm. and when you heal your body your mind gets healed too yeah and that's yes, why you yes. we are very excited for the yoga yes <laughs> because that's where we are going to do that kind of work yes to heal our mind through our body yeah by Severus. you know in our episode on self-confidence right uh, i was just re-listening to an old episode that we did because someone wrote and said oh i really enjoyed this episode so usually oh, what did we say so we'll go and say what's so <laughs> enjoyable don't remember. yeah what's so particularly enjoyable of this episode and and the way I answered how to be self-confident, the, the solution is to know that you can manage any fucking emotion. Mm, That's yeah. when you can truly master self-confidence because you know mm. like, it doesn't matter, just bring it on. I've got this, I've Aww. got my own back. So that's why I think this matter skill of knowing how to process a negative I've got emotion, my own hunchback. Yeah, which is why the second part of my question is did this practice, this lesson from the Himalayas transfer into a very a big tangible benefit when COVID happened? Yeah. No, and in fact, because the last time you came on our show, we also asked you like, 
oh, you know, like you in the mountains, it's yeah, easy yeah, to practice, yeah. right? But yes. then when you come back to environment changes, Shicheng, the city, mm-hmm. is it very difficult or not? Yeah, and yeah, I said and then, back then it was very difficult and yeah. I felt it immediately. Mm. But again, you see, it, it is the strength in quiet persistence. So mm. I spoke a little bit about commitment to myself in mm. this self-care method or mm. this self-love method. Mm. And it, over the past two years, I have been practicing consistently, not just in the mornings, you know, during my yoga and meditation practice, but really throughout the day when mm. I notice myself getting anxious, um, when I notice something going amiss, then I will begin to to also take a step back mm-hmm. and, and notice what is happening for me um, before I respond or even talk to somebody about it. So I also want to caution that, again, this is not a miracle overnight mm. uh, practice where you know we become, we turn sien overnight <laughs> with dealing with our emotions. It, it really takes a lot of hard work. Mm. Yoksienku, not so easy one, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> correct. Yeah, and, and remember your talk about looking under the hood. Yeah. I just re-listened the wow. episode this morning. So <laughs> Me too. I still Fresh. remember what we said. Yeah. yeah, looking under the hood is very hard because you, you look at yourself in the mirror and you see all the ugly parts that mm. you may not like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, or you may not even have noticed mm-hmm. over the years because... Mm-hmm we developed patterns of thoughts, patterns of habits, and mm. patterns of relating to people over our years, yeah. you know. And some of these patterns are developed during childhood. Mm. Some, you know, in our teenage years when we meet with certain people and we get very used to it and we think that that's just the way it is and that's just the way I relate to people, I feel about things. Mm. But, but I do want to say that it's okay to acknowledge what happened to us in the past, but we don't have to choose that pattern or that narrative moving forward in the future. You can always redecide now. Yes, yeah. I find that is a choice. Yeah. But yes. I find that humans are very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, because all these patterns are quite deeply entrenched. Absolutely. Right? It's so hard. Yes. Like you can say, okay, I want to change, but you can't. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that Sometimes change happens when we really hit rock bottom. Yes. So sometimes it's like, maybe just let yourself hit rock bottom. Mm. Mm. You know, to the point where you are, you know, you are like kneeling on the floor, begging God, like, save me, change me. Sometimes that's when transformation happens. Yes. It's not before that. Yes. Shit has to hit the fan. Which is why when shit hits the fan, actually those are the great moments. Yeah. You know, Mm. if you survive that. The greatest hits of your life. It's how you make use of the opportunity, right? You know, looking under the hood, right? I think the looking under the hood process is already tough. But I think there's something even tougher before that. Which is people don't even know or want to look under the hood. We may not be conscious. They don't even know that that's an option. They don't even know that that's something that they they should do. Right? So it's like when you feel yucky, Mm. people will think that the only way to deal with yucky feelings or emotions is to avoid, Mm. to resist, to deny not look at it yeah, and yeah, yeah. try and seek pleasure elsewhere mm-hmm. and distract ourselves, mm-hmm. right? But the antidote and the way to do it actually is to tune in and nobody wants to do that. That's why Lito Podcast is here. <laughs> yes. and that's why, And that's why Lito Academy is here. We're telling you that this is the Sien Tan, okay? It's, you have to swallow the, the pill. The bitter pill. And then you will get the Hen okay? To decide, to make the decision that you want to swallow the pill, it can take years. Mm, Even to to decide that you want to look under the hood can take years or decades. And sometimes hitting the rock bottom helps you to make that decision and you say, fucking give it to me, man. Mm. Yeah. 
And then after that, it's the quiet, what's that? Quiet power of persistence. persistence. Yes. And yes. commitment. The strength in yeah. After you hit rock bottom, yeah. there's still a journey to go yeah. on. Yeah. Because Yokes was saying in uh, the previous interview that she carved out time intentionally in her mornings before she starts anything. It's a practice. It's part of a routine. It's part of a way of life. But I think to, the, to most people, they'll think that this is a waste of time. I can do away with it. It's not necessary. Like what benefits do I reap? You know, mm. then there's just like, let's just forget it. Like, this is not something that will pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to ask you, right, this persistence and this commitment, can you tell us tangibly, like can, if you sell it to someone, right? If you want to sell this bitter pill to someone, why should someone take this bitter pill of commitment and persistence? Well, I guess maybe return back to the fundamental question of, mm. sorry, I'm turning to the page of the <laughs> fundamental question. <laughs> What is it? What is it in this life you truly want? And what is the version of yourself you truly want to see? Today, if you say that, oh, I'm just very contented with the way I am right now, then fine, don't have to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. But if you there's some bits of you, there's something in you that is not quite satisfied, asking questions, wondering why, then I would say go down that rabbit hole to find out a little bit more because our lives are ever-changing and there is a way of path to a higher plane or, or rather a state of or a version of ourselves that are going to be much more beautiful, much better and one that gives joy not to yourself but to everybody around you. So I'm sure everyone has somebody or a group of people that they care and love deeply, right? So... In this pursuit to be a better version of yourself, it's also at the end of the day, when we become a better version of ourselves, we extend this joy and this love and we're giving this love to the people that we care about. Mm. So again, if today you feel like, oh, I'm just very, I'm fine with the way I relate to people, then then perhaps that's that's how the rest of their lives are going to be. Yeah? But if there's a, there's a single spark... You know, there's just a single spark of wondering what can be different, mm. what can be better. Then I would say it's really worth the exploration. It's also worth the practice and it's worth the inquiry. Yeah, uh, okay. So, you know, this rabbit hole thing, right? Yeah. We have to um, discuss a little bit. More. Yeah. I think this rabbit hole thing is very interesting. I think most people... I know do feel a spark somewhere or mm. something that is a Makes miss them feel more yeah. or missing. Okay. okay? Mm. They feel that they want to change something. And yes. they are willing to look into the rabbit hole as long as the rabbit hole is not too deep. Mm. It's almost mm. like, can you tell me how long do I need to spend to explore this rabbit hole? Is it a two-week process? <laughs> or is it gonna take two weeks or uh, two years? Or it's gonna take 20 years? You know, because if it's going to take 20 years, I don't want to do it. I think that's what people bring into this exploration work and self-development work. They want overnight quick fixes. So behind that quick fix, I would say that possibly there is a fear. Mm. And I'm curious what that fear is about. Mm. In your experience, how long is this exploration process? Wow. <laughs> there's Forever. no there's Forever, no answer. right? There's no answer, yeah. You see, if a, it's a lifelong... Yeah, what, what, what do you want to say yeah, in her book? What in your it? book, you wrote, what? you said the mountains have no qualms with adaptation. Yeah. And they pay no attention to criticism or judgment. Mm. They simply continue to evolve. They simply continue to become. 
They never arrive one. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. as us, yes. right? I cried yes. when I read that bit about how and also how... You can still see the tears. Yes. <laughs> no, about how when you look at the whole picture, mm. nothing really has changed but on a very micro level, there are changes every second. Mm. Right? And anyway, this wine is so yummy. I have to refill. Thank you, Butler. Why are you holding on Butler to the bottle? Hey, hey, you want to tell us about this uh, bottle? Okay, so yolks, right? So we're now very excited. drinks. So today, our drinks are sponsored by Yolks. Thank you. And there is a story behind this bottle. Can you okay, share so, with us? So I, I, I bought this bottle of wine some time ago. Then... Today, as I was coming, I was oh, I'm going to bring this wine. I think it's going to be really good because it's highly recommended by a friend. And then when I look at the bottle, I saw that the, the name of this bottle is Jester. Mm. And um, if you are familiar with Kao Yong and his archetypes, so archetypes um, means the universal symbols and images mm. derived from a collective conscious, mm. right? Um, he developed this, I think, 12 or 16 archetypes. Mm. And the Jester is one archetype that truly embodies freedom and creative expression. Oh my God. And the jester is somebody who is no scripts one. You know, he or she simply goes with the flow mm. and also loves to add humor, you know, loves to make people <laughs> laugh. And I was thinking, oh, and this this uh, jester is also very wild, very adventurous. Oh. And so I, I, not, not that kind of adventurous <laughs> and wild. <laughs> And, and so, I, as I, I look at the bottle, I was like, hmm, I think I'm going to be sharing this wine with two of the most jester people I know in my life. Oh, <laughs> and they... And they <laughs> what an honour. Oh, <laughs> yes, Senku jesters. Yes. So, if you want to know more about jesters, you can go and Google Kao Yong archetypes. Um, but I feel like Dan and Becky, they... You manifest different forms of jester behaviors. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like, like yeah. tell us, tell us. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> What's so different about Let's the jester uh, <laughs> limb and the jester toe? <laughs> tell us, tell us, I want to know. Oh, always digging for compliments. Not compliments, yeah. how do you know they're not complaints? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Dan is the more exuberant mm -hmm. jester. Mm. Um, and, and Becky is the more philosophical, deep, but actually you're very adventurous. You, you mm. don't go with scripts uh, given to you by society. You find your own path Aww. and you even uh, mix up your path and then you just um, keep seeking and keep experimenting, keep seeking and keep experimenting. So oh, that's beautiful. I Thank you. you. Yeah, Becky do you, do you know recently there is this, um, uh, I can't remember who already, but uh, obviously a listener who came to me and said, hey, I love your show and everything. And he said, and then he said, um, you know, Dan, you might think that you are the one that's actually teaching and you are the smarter one, but actually you are not. Becky is the smarter one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But then I was that song. Yeah, she's very smart, really. Because when I listen back to our episodes, right, I really do hear the things that I don't hear when I'm doing the recording with you. Because you're so into it, right? Yeah, or maybe I'm very like focused on the teaching mode. I'm in a teaching mode. Yeah, yeah. But I think so much of the wisdom comes from what you say. Huh. You are really a smart cookie, man, really. So, really, man, yeah. I always feel quite... Like, like cheers to... Oh, cheers, thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yokes, thank you so much. This is very yummy. Nice, huh? Yeah, so we drink the jester wine. Huh? Yeah, we have the channel, the jester, you know, the characteristics. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Dan often offers a very tangible uh, teaching 
that mm. we can apply straight away in our lives. Mm. Yet Becky offers that space um, where, you know, she scatters her little nuggets of uh, <laughs> wisdom. Because never prepare notes, right? <laughs> so it's the scatter the McNuggets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then on the spot thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the Big Mac and she's the McNuggets, right? <laughs> Give me the Big Mac and then she scatters the McNuggets. That's why we're doing this together. Yeah, and the, and the yeah. pieces of wisdom that she scatters uh, ever so quietly and gently, right? Suddenly brings you to a space, eh? Yeah, never quite thought of that. So, mm. so Aww. again, I just want to say this how the two so of you really complement each other. Yeah, hey, thank you, thank you. We need you. both. Thank we need you. Both. Okay, okay, enough about us today. It's <laughs> My about feathers is coming out. <laughs> 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 hey, Yoke, so tell us about the second print. Maybe what's, tell us what's different yeah, what's in the, the second print. Yeah. And why did you decide to do a second print? Is it to... But why a second print? And what are the changes about... Yeah, um, what's different about this book? Why the second print? Because Lito helped me sell out the first. Hey, you want to the books, please come to us. I'm very good at helping people sell out their stuff. Huh? <laughs> Um, but I, I I have also been receiving requests from people wondering like whether out, is it? yeah whether yeah. there will be a second print and they're really interested okay. and I I do feel like this book is quite timeless now it is um, and now, even now, more what? timely I think <laughs> hey, you how know, can it be I, I was just thinking how like wow this book right because uh-huh. you self publish ma yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Penguin can publish one. Yes. Like, it should reach more people. It should. Is it very Kwan but... It's I, very Kwan I, I really thought so. I felt like the writing is so good. Yes, and it's beautiful. Why can't it be published by a major publishing house? It can. Mm-hmm. I think it has all the Queen Essential makings, right? Or what makes a great book. Not just a good book, but a great book. Oh my gosh. And it's not just the writing. It's just the everything. Like I said, the binding, the cover, the design, the layout, the pictures, the flow, mm. the content, the energy, the smell. And the, the picture she say, oh, I took overseas. I, I took when I was in the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't know whether you, it would turn out Correct. well. Exactly. Right. I want to remind everybody the, the beauty and the unpredictability of expired films. <laughs> I will be so scared though. <laughs> I'll be like, oh exactly, no, I will have exactly. no photos for my book. Like, like the, the fears. That, so, so that's the interesting thing. Like when I embarked on this journey two years ago, I never had the intention to publish a book. All okay. I wanted was, okay, I'm going on this journey and... I will be shooting film because I've been I've been solo backpacking and shooting expired film for the past 10 years. Mm. And this, I thought, was just going to be another trip that I was going to take. But um, it didn't turn out that way yeah. because <laughs> halfway through, you know, I, I looked at the mountains and suddenly the mountains spoke to me. And yes. I, I mean this in a very real way and not in a woo-woo way. Like, mm. it was sunrise right. and I saw... The, the light, you know, first and you, rays. I, and then I appear, right? <laughs> like, Shenku! Yo! Unfortunately, You then, have to publish. When I, first saw the, <laughs> when I first saw the Annapurna peaks in Nepal, Lito hasn't started yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. But when uh-huh. I first started writing the first chapter, you guys started. Right. Oh. And then as I was writing the, the first chapter and I listened to your podcast and... Then the rest is history, la, because yeah. I was really yeah. inspired by what you said. Mm. Mm. And I, I also mentioned this in the previous episode where I was like, wow, there are really there are other people who think 
of these topics mm. like I do. Mm. And there are other people who are very curious and keen to talk about things like love and fear mm. and how they are so primal. And now there are a lot of people who want to read this yes. book. You know, this is what happens. This book, right, is what happens when you fall down the rabbit hole. You yes. know, for those people who are scared, right? They think, oh, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. Yes. But this is what happens. Like, you just free fall. You, there will yeah. be an adventure one. And yes. something magical will come out. You cannot predict. Right? Yes, it's Alice in the Wonderland. You know, this is like the big magic, right? It's like, like I said, the heel spoke to you mm. and this book wants so to be birthed, nice. right? Mm. Yeah, and Yolks is a vessel. And I think that as creators... And all of us have a have the potential to be a vessel. Yes, I think it's so important for us to... Sometimes, okay, certain projects are birthed because it's intentional and you say, I want to do it. But I think sometimes it's just a burst, like you get struck by lightning and you go like, <laughs> I just want to do it. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know the how. I yeah. don't know the what. I'm yeah. just going to do and, and do anyway and then just figure things out. And now look, second print. Yeah. What the heck? Chinese version. And you suddenly remind me of something. Just now you were mentioning how many of us may be standing at the edge of the rabbit hole and be like, ah, how deep is this yes. rabbit hole? How long do I have to spend to, to do this kind of self How deep is the hole? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds a bit salah. <laughs> in, out, in. If it's too deep, I don't want to go in. <laughs> if it's shallow, maybe. And I suddenly think of a word that you mentioned, I think a long time ago Which in is? one of your episodes. Which is? The word is allow. Yes. Oh. Allow. So powerful, this word. Okay, you don't think it's like very weak, huh? Allow. Huh? Oh, it's so strong. Allow. Tell us, tell us. Yeah, tell us. Remind us of this lesson of allow. Allowing is so powerful because it means that you stop resisting. You stop any kind of avoidance or running away and you just take it. You just let it be. What it is, you just let it mm. be. What is, what is. But when you allow it, that's when you turn the tide, actually. It's very counterintuitive. Yeah. Like I say, like most people, when they look at the rabbit hole, it's too deep. They, they run resist. away, they resist. But when you allow and you say, oh, it doesn't matter how deep this is. If it's two inches deep, I'm going to go down. Mm. If it's 200 feet deep, I'm going to go down, right? Mm. If it's 20,000 kilometers deep, I'm going to dive in anyway. I'm just going to allow and just take it. Whatever comes, I'm just going to allow because everything is perfect the way it is. Yes. Right? What is, what is. Yes. It is what it is, right? But it's what we do with the what is that makes all the difference. Yeah. Well said. I think when, when we allow, we truly give ourselves the permission to be. Mm -hmm. And um, as you were talking about how, you know, if we resist and we don't really want to jump in, if it's really very deep, then that's already fear-driven decision-making process. You've already felt mm -hmm. ahead of time. Because you're resisting, yeah. But when you allow, then that's when you are driven by love. Yes. Oh. So that and goes back to the, the And you see, you see, mm. let this thing in even further. Going back to what Yoke said, right? What's the worst thing that can happen in life? It's just It a has feeling. already happened. It's already happened and yeah. it's just a feeling. Correct. The worst thing that can happen is this horrible feeling that you're not willing yes. to feel. Mm. But then when you allow that horrible feeling, then there's nothing to be fearful. And then when you can manage any fucking emotion, you become invincible. <laughs> hey, you know one of the things that <laughs> I really related to was the part yes. where she said, oh, she was on the bus. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And then her stomach started hurting. Ayoo, yeah, <laughs> I was about well, that's like to, one of the worst feelings. Yeah, I, I was about to lao sai in front of <laughs> eight men. Eight men in a van. Oh, and, and you allowed. <laughs> you allowed to lao sai. <laughs> because Daniel tell me to allow. Yeah, just let it out. <laughs> he said allow ma. So I how? <laughs> do, you, do you manage to go to a 
toilet. Did you resist oh. the tamak egg? You know what? <laughs> that, that actually was the one time I truly discovered the power of meditation. Guys, very exciting news, huh? It's still in the making, but yes, we want to share happening. with you. Yes, we are starting a Lito Academy. Yes, so if you want to find out more mm. about what is going to happen at Lito Academy, you mm. can go to Lito.academy yes. and sign up for email updates. Yes, we will keep you posted. It's not launched yet. I know some of you are like really waiting with bated breath because we've been teasing like, huh, on mm. IG story and stuff. So I know some of you have written and asked, is it launched? Did we miss it? You know, how can we be part of this mastermind Not group? yet, not yet. Uh, not yet. It's just teasing you, uh, teasing. Yes. So you go to lito.academy, read through. There's a little bit of information about what is to come, what to expect. And then if you are interested, please sign up for the wait list and we will keep you posted. Yes, we can't wait to have you in our community. It is going to be so yeah. fun. Yay! <laughs> Oh, tell us yeah. more, tell us more. You meditated the, the, the Lao Sai away. <laughs> because Bo Pian already, what's the, what's the alternative, did. right? I really did. Yeah, so I I sat there, my stomach was like, wow, very, very difficult. And yet, I just kept noticing and noticing, oh, there's a little tightness in my in my belly. <laughs> oh, I can really feel it close <laughs> to my anus. Hey, I have a new term, are you ready? What? <laughs> You put the allow in allow side. <laughs> wow. Wow. Allow side. Yes. <laughs> a new and term is called allow side. Uh. So next time you toot the tongue, you just have to allow. Allow side. That goes on our next t-shirt. And I oh kept returning again and again back to my breath. Okay. So every time I feel like, wow, I'm going to lao side, I return back to noticing my breath. Like, how am I breathing right now? Can I <laughs> slow down my breathing a little bit? And every time I slow down my breath or every time I return my attention to my breath, the pain kind of ease. Just a little bit. Yes. You know? Oh my and God. And then it will come back again. It will and come then back you again, again. And I'll be like, oh, so, I cannot take it anymore. But then I'll be like, okay. Yokes, just breathe. How are you breathing right now? Okay, can you try just breathing a little bit slower? Then the pain, the pain will also ease a little bit. Yeah. So it's like wow. this, noticing pain, noticing pain, ease of pain, ease of pain, just for the next seven, eight hours. Oh my huh, you God, didn't she go didn't go to the toilet LS. at all? No, I didn't dare Did to go to... Did they stop Yeah, but I didn't dare to, to go to the toilets. Why? Um... I was quite scared of the, the toilets that were available out there. <laughs> or like, okay. And I, 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 I could also imagine like if I really go to the toilet, it would be like an explosion. <laughs> right. Oh, hey. but you rather meditate it away. Correct, correct. You know what Yoke said, right? This allow the pain and it creeps back and then you just meditate it away allow and sign. it relieves yeah. and everything. Do you know what is this? This is something that we always talked about. God. Pain is inevitable. Yes. Suffering is it's optional. Oh. The pain is there. It doesn't mean you meditate the pain away. It will come back. But that optional suffering layer is truly optional. And there's something that you can do about it. And it right. relieves itself when you mm. allow instead of resist. I wish I knew about this last time, you know, in secondary school. The allow dad, side? When my dad used to send me to school. Then you'd be <laughs> stuck in traffic. And then you want to allow yeah? diarrhea. Hey, we should just title this because I haven't come up with a title for this podcast <laughs> episode, right? Just called allow, allow side. side. <laughs> 
You sure that's a good idea? And then, and then the and then the episodic notes is just just tune in. <laughs> Literally tune into your feeling or wanting the LS. Just tune in <laughs> to find out more. <laughs> Can she keep it in for the seven to eight hours bus ride? <laughs> Okay, but I do want to give the context that before this van, right, I was already uh-huh. having diarrhea like for okay. two to three days. So mm. I, I think most of it was already cleared. <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe like the, the last remnants. Few yeah, correct, mm. correct. So even that past few days, I allowed the last side. <laughs> <laughs> allowed side. Like I released. <laughs> right. You know? Then right. The, the remnants was something that I worked through. I see. The but the methodology right. and the framework <laughs> is, is the same. This is a great analogy. OMG. And we are going to remember this. Yeah. Yes. That's why. It's now got allow side. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's why I if like you forget, teaching. Yeah. You have to give people these very tangible things that their brain can immediately hook on. That's what you're very good at. Yeah. yeah. Like Julie, right? The new Julie. Oh, yes. New Julie. Tell, tell people about the yeah, new the, Julie. Tell people about the okay, new Okay, so Yokes introduced this amazing term to us through her book and in the first episode and... And also in our final episode in season one, we said we use the word Jule, J-U-L-A-Y. And what does it mean, Yokes? So this term comes from the Spitian dialect, so Spiti Valley. Uh, it's in the middle in North India, or rather it's in the middle between Tibet and India. Mm. And it means hello, it means goodbye, and everything else in between sending joy and gratitude to the person that you're saying Jule to. Mm. So you can say Jule when you want to say hello. You can say Jule when you want to celebrate something. Mm. You can say Jule when you just want this person to be happy or joyful. Mm. So I think a similar... Is it like Namaste? Yes, I was going to say it's a, it's a similar equivalent to mm. Namaste being spoken in parts of India and also in Nepal. Do they do the hand thing? Because Namaste, sometimes right, we right. pair it with the hand Not gesture. necessarily, but they will give it with a, a smile and a little bow. Um, after mm. it. But I think that Julie is more energetic. You don't go like, Namaste! You go like, <laughs> Julie! You can write, but Namaste is like, Namaste. It's very peaceful. Maybe the mountains, inward. they also Julie. Yeah, Only but anyway, you say it as Julie! But Julie has become a koto chan for yes. a lot of our Xiao Maos. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just say Julie, yes, yes. Julie. When they, they send say, us DMs, they will yeah. say Julie. Oh, that is so beautiful. It's amazing. So recently, I came up with a new term, which is Julie, but spelled J-O-O-O-L-A-Y. Instead yeah. of J-U-L-A-Y. It's a twist. And it's basically a combination of J-O-O-O and Julie, right? Mm. So J-O-O was just a new concept, a new term that I came up with to tackle the whole FOMO syndrome like fear uh, of missing out. And then people will say, let's do Jomo, which is joy of, of missing, missing out, out, right? But then I say, I want to evolve the concept even further because joy of missing out, it still focuses on missing out something. And missing out means lack and scarcity. And I feel that sometimes people cannot bridge. They can't bridge this divide between how can I be joyful about missing out something? They can't get there, right? Mm-hmm. Especially people who are very in the FOMO state. So then I shared J-O-O-O, which is joy of opting out. It becomes a very intentional thing that you do. Love it. It eh? empowers you yeah. and it focuses on the intentional action and a deliberate choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're not missing out anything because you have chosen to opt out deliberately. So it's J-O-O-O and then I combine it with Yoke's Julie and then it's Julie! Julie! 
Julie. It's the uh, like the allow side. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so so fresh. And today today when I arrived also uh, the first thing that y'all said was Julie. Julie. Yeah. Oh my god, I've got so many questions yeah. and I don't want it to be like the first episode. We don't have to end one. Huh? What? <laughs> we can go on and Wow. On. <laughs> okay, so I was telling Yoke just now when she first arrived and I said, okay, the first conversation that we had, we focused a lot on the content and the mm. why and the what. But I feel very compelled and very interested about the creative process because that's what we didn't get to dive into in How her book one. was birthed, right? Yeah, and also now because she's done a second print, you know, yeah. I want to talk about the creative, the writing process, right? So can you tell us what it's like to write and then to go to reprint? How does it feel to you right now? What it felt like to write was, uh, it was a very scary process. So I mentioned this in my book party last year about how I had a great fear of writing. Mm. And that fear of writing against, again uh, returns to the space of me feeling not good enough. Mm. And that was, and I mentioned in the previous episode last year about how this narrative goes back to my relationship with my father. Mm. And eventually in the mountains, I decided to drop that narrative that I had been carrying for so many years and, mm. and take on the new narrative for myself, even though I didn't get to resolve this bit with him. So when I started writing, just now I was talking about how it was sunrise and I was just sitting by a coffee shop in Nepal and I gazed up at the Annapurna peaks. And Annapurna peaks are actually yeah, this range of mountains in the Himalayas. It's very popular. People often go and track the ABC. Mm. Oh, the okay. ABC is about the Annapurna base camp. Oh. Yeah. So um, I saw the first ray of light on the peaks and then I, I mentioned just now the mountain spoke to me. And the voice, you have to write. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Like. Really? <laughs> yeah, like you have to write about what happened to you oh. in the Himalayas. Then did you have a conversation like, huh, write what? <laughs> what do I write about? But I'm scared of writing. La. Do you say that or it's more like, uh, who's talking to me? Xiang like that. This is Xiang. Oh my god. I think this is important. I think we have to explore a little bit more because I think sometimes creators hear this voice mm. but they just like fend it off correct, or they don't correct, correct, stop, stop enough to really listen to it. So can you tell us more? Mm. And, and how many of us right, spend a whole lifetime wanting to create and never is, getting down to it? I think this is important because it sparked a real book and a second print. Right. It's not easy. Right. So um, when the voice came, I was like, mm. really? She say, <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a spirit indeed. <laughs> spirit of the mountains. Um, yeah, I was like, hmm, that's an interesting idea. Do I yeah. really write about what had happened to me? So when the voice came, then there were several different internal voices. And of course, part of that was, ah, yeah, don't write lah. You also not writer. Your writing also not good. You write what write? You, who are you to write? Right. right? Mm -hmm. But then there's also the other one that, wow, but I have so much experiences here and they changed me at such a fundamental mm. level. Surely, maybe I can write a little tiny bit and I just share it with my close friends or families. So I think I was really lucky because um, during my time in Nepal, I actually spent it with a close friend of mine and she's also a fellow uh, solo female traveller. So I told her about this, this voice that I heard and this this uh, initial urge to want to write. And 
I think that's why it's important to to find your tribe and your community mm. because it's so important to to be encouraged. Because her first yeah. response to me was, Oh my gosh, babe, do it, do it, do it. It's gonna be a gift for everybody. Wow. And I think that was really helpful for me to kind of also squash the that voice inside my head that the said doubt. Yeah. That said, mm. you write for what? You're also not a writer. Mm. Yeah. So with her encouragement, I just pieced some brief paragraphs together. And then came the Facebook post that I posted uh, about Ajas. And, and I wrote a very brief piece um, of the story of Ajas on my Facebook. And again, the response was phenomenal. Um, as in phenomenal meaning like just my, you know, really close friends and families all giving very positive feedback and the comments, a lot of it were like, Yoke, we wish that you can expand on this story. Tell us yeah. more about what happened in the mountains. And so at some point, I, I remembered, I, I almost like declared to myself, I'm going to produce something. So back then, it was still, I'm going to produce something. I didn't know what that thing was going to be. And then I was, again, very lucky. I, I spoke with one of my very close friends, Tui Ting, and she's um, into the she's a little bit into the art editorial kind of scene, and she she herself created um, a deck of postcards, uh, mm. photos that she shot, and then she wrote like poems. Mm. I think a few years ago, and it was in Mandarin. So she has gone through this process of creating and producing before. And again, you know, she was so encouraging, like hua you know, without hesitation, she just said, "Do it, yo, just do it. It's gonna be a gift for people." So. Can you sense like how many do it yoke, just do it, <laughs> I receive along this journey? It's so amazing that the, these voices are kinder than that voice, yes. that your, your own inner voice. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so with her encouragement, then I was thinking, okay, um, I, I love taking photos. So I said, okay, I'm going to see whether these photos actually turn out to be something when I return home. Mm. Um, and if they do, then I will actually create something. But in the meantime... I'm going to put together, because I know that I've been journaling throughout the, the entire trip, maybe I put together some words. So in each, initially, when we, we spoke about it, she gave me some suggestions and she said, maybe you can consider producing a photo magazine. So a photo magazine mm. would be one where, you know, you really put the emphasis on the photos and then there's just like accompanying uh, short captions of, of what these photos might be about. And I said, okay, okay, Ken, so, so let's, let's see what happens. So I went on to write some stuff and before I know it, so this, at this moment, the photos are not even developed yet. Mm. But I went on to my journey in Central Asia in early 2019 and I started writing and writing and writing and the words just kept wow. flowing um, in the middle of winter. The snow was falling. I wasn't really going out too often in Central Asia because it's winter time. So I spent a lot of days inside either a hostel or an Airbnb or a hotel room just writing. Mm. And, and the snow would be falling outside very quietly, almost like telling me, it's okay, take your time, you know. Um, so then when I came back to Singapore, I developed the photos and uh, I mean... Now you see all the photos in the book and I was like, wow, I think this can make a decent collection. Yep. And so I went ahead and I talked to Cui Qin and that's when she introduced me to the designer of this book, oh. uh, Singing. So 
uh, Sing Ying said, okay, let me put together and we'll see what happens. <laughs> so how do you do it? Like, do you just pass up all the photos? So I, I had a brief um, layout of how I would like, say, you know, this page, I want this photo to be here. And then somewhere near there, I would like words these oh. words or these paragraphs to appear. So I just gave her a very rough uh, layout of what kind of photos I like to be on certain pages and what words I would like to accompany the pages. Mm. And I gave her total freedom to then design exactly how they would be laid out page by page. Because initially, I still thought it's a photo magazine, ma, right? Mm. So then, uh, after some time when she came back with it and then I looked through it and we talked about it, then I remember asking the two of them, um, is this still a magazine? Because so it, words, it looks huh? like a book to me. Mm. And they said, then a book it is. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> is the first draft very different from what we have now in our hands? Oh, absolutely. Oh, very oh. different. Yeah. So yeah. how many different revisions that you go through? Oh, countless. Oh. So, so um, that's just the design part. Mm. And even just the designing, we took quite a while uh, to figure out what would be the best layout. Mm. And then we also look like, you know, the size of this photo journal book because it could have been a very big coffee table book, right? Oh, the size is but great. then because um, I we were thinking, oh, this one is uh, showcasing a lot of your journal entries. So mm. we wanted it to look and feel like a journal. Yes. Um, mm. But because it's so thick, right? Then mm-hmm. I was like, it looks like a book. Leh. So then we decided to call it a photo journal book. Mm. Yeah. So Design-wise, we went through quite a few revisions. You know, even talking about the, the exposed binding. I love that. Tell us more about that, the spine. Yeah, um, Singing felt that exposed bind would really give the photos um, the the attention that they deserve. Mm. Um, and then... Because you can talk lay the about book flat, right? Correct, correct. And really enjoy the photos as they are. And then when we talk about the threading, I was very curious about it and I kind of insisted that we use red thread. Oh. <laughs> because um, there's this spiritual understanding of how red threads connects people in different oh. cultures. Oh, yeah, yeah. You okay. hear of this phrase in Mandarin, you know, hong xian, qian lian, qian hong xian. Yeah, so it, it connects people together. And then when it came out, I was like, wow, the red actually goes really well with the, the beautiful the, the spine. Book. Yeah. yeah. Hard shapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a double exposure uh, shot. The photos are... You say that it's the decent collection. I think it's wow. an understatement. It's so beautiful, the photos. Oh, How long did you. the whole process uh, take to So, I started my first writing... Pieces of writing in November 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, the entire production finished. And we went to print in July 2019. So you self-financed the printing. Correct, book. correct. So in terms of the the writings, so back then, um, I mean, financially, my budget was quite tight because I was unemployed and everything. So I, I went to source and gather a group of friends whom I feel like they are really great writers and editors. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I have trust in the way they see language and this, the way they see uh, words. And so I all of them like were so supportive of me and helped me look at the drafts. So the drafts also went through a lot of revisions mm. and I had many pairs of eyes looking at it. Um, in terms of the second print, I got Xiang Yun to come in to, to help me look at it as well. Hi, Xiang Pen Pen Yun. Meow. She should have been here today. Oh. Hey, she also got a book. Correct. Yes, she's going to talk a little bit more. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yes. 
And I would also recommend if you want to produce or publish a book, yeah, find. I'm sure there are yeah. you'll be able to find contacts for copywriters and editors because uh. they are really helpful in this process. So if someone wants yeah. to ha- publish a book, they can also look for your designer, right? Yes, singing. I How would do we highly find recommend. Her? How do we find her information? Um, she has her IG, so mm-hmm. I can we yeah. can share Beautiful her. Beautiful. What's her IG? I think it's underscore underscore x dot one. But you know what? Maybe just get in touch with uh, Yokes. Yes. Oh yeah. Happy peanut. Happy underscore because she will know the publisher, the designer, the copywriter, the editor. You Mm. know, and all those people, and she can help. You know, you guys thinking about how to put together a book can go to. Oh yeah, Yokes. like a consultancy kind of so, Yeah, so, maybe oh. she can birth a little like small publishing. Oh yeah, uh, look outfit. for Xiang Yun because ah. she uh, is into also. doing uh, publishing. And That's why I can't wait for the Lighto Academy to start because then we can connect everyone. Exactly, you That's what we're are talking so about. talented. Yeah, like get all these people in one room together. Yeah, so okay. My next question is I want to ask, right? <laughs> has the book opened any new opportunities for you commercially, oh, professionally, oh my personally? Goodness. Romantically? Yeah, romantically. <laughs> all the curly. Yeah, allow <laughs> Sai <laughs> Yeah. Tell us opportunities because of the book. Great question. Oh my goodness. Wow. I mean, absolutely. Hey, you still never prepare. Huh? You still never prepare. You know, you don't, like those Chinese high students, huh? they say they don't study. <laughs> for tushu, tushu. Like, they do very well. Over deliver, over achieve. the questions. This is called not prepared, okay? <laughs> when I'm prepared, it's 17 pages. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> okay, okay. Yokes. Yokes, yokes. Tell us opportunities. Okay, I think that the book definitely played a huge, huge role. But ever since I returned uh, last year, I've just been meeting so many amazing new people in my life. I love and that. made so much more uh, connections. Mm. And that itself is another expression of abundance So that you connected life. through this book? A lot, yeah. Um, mm. So I even connected with a youth that I used to work with in wow. the past so as a social worker. Already. Yeah, she's in her mid-twenties now. So and how is she doing? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, wow. And she found me because of my book. Wow. Yeah, and, and we reconnected. Mountain, eh? and, and we've been going out and hanging out since. And it's just so Amazing. surreal to be going out with the youth that you used to work with. And I think of all the children. Because in the past, I was a social worker mm. um, working with vulnerable children and families. And yeah, it's just very surreal to be able to see somebody you work with when they were so young and so vulnerable and yeah. now you see how they've all they've grown and you hear good news that yeah. they are living a better life now um and professionally it definitely opened up a lot more opportunities for me and i also see this book at this moment like a symbol of trauma healing for myself mm. and because i've i've experienced this trauma healing for myself i am ready and I have the space to provide or, or to work with somebody on their journey of trauma healing. Yeah. So at this moment, professionally, uh, I, I do uh, body-based healing work, uh, one-to-one, as well as group with kids and with adults and with teens. And then on the side, I actually also conduct trainings. So mm. trainings on trauma, especially childhood trauma, and uh, workshops. Um, so you're people. on your own now, right? I'm Are you with any I'm companies? I'm on Freelance. my own and my company is called Soma Yoke. <laughs> Soma Yoke. Hey, tell yes. us how to contact you. 
Um, what my website somayok.com. Spell it. S O M A Y O K E. Instagram handle. Somayok. Free peanut. Free underscore peanut. Again, the peanut is free from the shell that she came from. Yes. Not that the peanut <laughs> is free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you should bundle like three little peanuts along with the book purchase. <laughs> free peanut. Three free peanuts for you. Yeah. So is the second print already available on Absolutely, your website? Absolutely, it's available on my website. Did you print more or same amount? Uh, no, I lesser, print right? slightly less. Mm, we must yeah. help Yoke sell. So those of it's you, a precious edition. Yeah. So those yeah. of you who want a more updated version of the mm-hmm. first book, or uh, maybe you have the first book and you want a second book, or you want to gift it to someone, I think it makes a, yeah. a very good gift. I Actually, think it makes a beautiful Christmas gift. It will. Yes. <laughs> Shall we give away a copy? Yeah. Wow. Maybe signed wow. by Yoke. So, wow. Do you have an extra oh. copy of you? Okay, no, it doesn't matter. It today. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can pass it to us. Maybe okay. we can do a giveaway. Oh, I can mail it out for you. Yeah, okay, we'll yeah. let you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so how, do you how, want to yeah. think about who you want to give the book to? Can you envision someone you can give the book like to? Like maybe some, you can get them to send in stories. Yeah, what, do, what would you ask them? Or, wow, or by pay, by pay, you know, the sheng song. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you know the sheng song go and turn the yeah hey, but don't do those kind of like oh like my account follow me don't want don't la, those like, yeah 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 don't do the kind of easy stuff but okay how okay. about how about mm. um those who feel that you're at the edge of the rabbit hole but and you are not sure uh-huh. whether yeah. you want to jump in or not or you're like eh, like how long must I spend or what must I do is this really worth it okay right. so how do we do this uh, first okay, come right. first serve First <laughs> no, of course. We, if you listen to this, we will also um, share this uh, opportunity and offering on our Instagram story. So first come, first serve, lah. But we probably have a kind of a window for people to submit. Okay. So if we you can give away three copies, lah, or just one, la. yeah, la, three, three copies, copies okay? let's, let's just get from um, yeah. Yokes. Yeah. So if you are the Xiao Mouse that is inside rabbit hole, the Pian Yuan, wow. right? Then you're wondering, well, you make a rabbit in me, can you make me right? Then you don't know how deep it is, right? Okay, write us. Okay, because we will send you Yoke's book wow. and it might give you that push, right? Maybe all our Xiaomao's all buy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, we hope. <laughs> hey, our mission is to help Yoke sell out a second print. Right? Oh, no oh, problem. Thank you, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. That sounds like scarlet cap print. <laughs> yeah, no, but tell us about the Chinese print. What's happening, oh, man? The Chinese print. Um, the Chinese print is interrupted by COVID. Oh, no. Is it Xiang Yun translating? No, for no, you? no. no. So <laughs> my Taiwanese friend, Grace, mm-hmm. is mm. in the midst of translating. Mm. But um, my vision for the Chinese print actually is to work with a Taiwanese publisher. Oh. So this English print is self published, awesome. right? I, I look for the printer and that's it, we're done. But um, for the Chinese print, I'm hoping to work with a Taiwanese publisher because I hope to bring it to um, people living in Taiwan. And of course, yeah. there will be copies available in Singapore, but mm. um, my hope is to reach out in that market. So with COVID, it's a little bit challenging at the moment until mm-hmm. such time that we are able to travel there. So Taiwan is But I've always googled, right, at the all the Chinese books in the yeah. li- in the library and in the bookshops. Yeah. 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 So what's yeah. the Chinese title? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a surprise. Oh, okay. Chu le le, chong le le. Oh yeah, chu le. Sorry, it's very song. My title. Yeah, but but it you, will not be a lao sai. Yeah, no, but you said that you came up with the Chinese version that, of chu le, right? That's the second book. A lao sai. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did. Um, when I was uh, supporting the translation 
I I realized that the Zhu Lei can mm. actually be called Zhu Le. Mm. Yeah, Zhu Ni Kuai Le. Zhu Ni Kuai Le. Hey, so okay, so how? Anything else you want to talk about? A that lot you feel leh. like you want to say? Any questions you want to ask? Burning questions? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see. I have a list also. Yeah. Because if not, I will get jokes to do the final activity. Oh. Wow, okay, what okay. is? Jumping actually, jacks, actually jumping my jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Five BX jumping jacks, push-ups. <laughs> activity. <laughs> actually, my questions, uh, you pretty much asked most of them. Okay. Because you got more questions than me. Mm-hmm. Stealth. <laughs> Very stealth, right? <laughs> so, any so, other okay, you can do your push-ups now. And yeah, no, the final jacks. activity is jump into the rabbit hole with us. Woo! No, no, no. My final activity <laughs> is for you to choose a different passage this Ayoo. time and read us because I really, really enjoyed listening to Yoke's yes. share um, in, in her voice um, oh, in the first episode. So I think it's so captivating. Can I share something before I share also Definitely. With the voice? Yes. Um, when I listened to the previous episode last year, mm. I noticed how much my voice has changed. Oh, the tone of my voice and the pace and the rhythm of my voice, mm. and I feel like it's a, it's a reflection of how, I've gained a lot of stability and confidence in myself, and wow. I, I feel like our throat and our voice is the first expression of our confidence to the world. Mm, I love that. <laughs> so, even things like that you can notice in yourself. Right, wow. right, right. How you are sounding when right. you talk to people, and how you might sound when you're with a certain person. True. You talk faster. True. You talk like you want to finish your sentence damn fast. But mm. with some other people, you're like, wow, I can just slow it down. I can let the words come to me, and I, I can take my time to articulate yeah. them. Mm, I love it. The lessons so just keep coming. True, eh? The lessons from the Himalayas just keep coming. Yeah, love it. Okay, so, so we're which give, passage do we're you gonna give Yoke some time to decide yeah. on what passage to read us. Let us know the page number. So <laughs> those your mouse who already have a copy in your hands, please take it out. Okay. I hope it's in your favorite uh, bookshelf because it's on my oh, bookshelf. Thank you. Remember Dan. I say you always have a space. Thank I will, you. I'll always have a space for your book. Your favorite column, lah. Yes. Yeah, because I would joke. Wow, then all the post-its and everything. Uh, Love it. If got exam, you sure number one. <laughs> Look at your notes. You know, I wrote, Nessie posted, just write like no one else cares. Oh. Yeah. Just let it pour out. Right? Yeah, just let it pour out. Okay. Um, I'm going to read this two pages on 194 and 195. And oh my God, I'm at that page. <laughs> you just, you see? I swear to God. You see? And I think before I read this, maybe I just share a little bit about how... Okay, so during the second reprint preparation, I was reading these two pages and I cried. <laughs> and it's so weird to me that I cried with my own book. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Is it a bit narcissistic? No. Narcissist no, we, we always listen to our yeah. own podcast and cry as well. Yeah, and like cry in the shower. It's like, normal. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I was, I was really touched by um, these words. And I also think it's partly because, you know, after I wrote this book, after I came back from the mountains, um, I began to really develop a much stronger spiritual connection mm. and a practice of spirituality. And I think different people again have different definitions of what spirituality means. But for me, it's 
a deeper study into what it means to be human. Mm. And also learning, you know, layer by layer, peeling off this layer after layer like an onion. Mm. Um, me realising that fundamentally, you know, the heart of who we are, we are relational beings with a need for meaning, with a need for belonging, for connection and also for agency. And I feel like, um, you know, all this work that we are doing and all this work that Lito have has been encouraging the cell mouse to do at the end of the day is to understand who we are as humans and to also look back on this journey of what had happened to us in the past, letting ourselves know that it is okay that these things happen, but we are a piece of nature that will continue to evolve. Mm. Right? That's part of it's your writing, the, the, right? The chapter of these two pages is called You Are a Piece of Nature That Is Always Becoming. Page yeah. 194. Yeah. Right. So, I put it. Being human is, first of all, the, the step to returning to connecting with yourself as a, as a human. And then as you connect with yourself, you know, you work through the pain and the trauma that you may have experienced in your earlier years, um, showing yourself the compassion that it is okay because now there is an opportunity to choose another path for yourself. And then from there, you begin to connect with other people around you with abundance and with love. Mm. And then eventually, as you move along this journey, you begin to connect with the wider universe. So mm. with the natural world, with the universe, and, and then you suddenly realise that there's a little bit of a sense of consciousness, like there's another mm. sense of consciousness that tells you that you are part of something a bigger. much, much bigger life. Mm. Yeah, and we are wow. all just a part of that. And so I think these two pages really reminded me of that spiritual connection that I felt and uh, am still, you know, feeling <laughs> at this point of my life. Okay, so here goes, page 194, and I'm reading the second print, so okay. some uh, sentences might be new or might be different. There are endless adjectives I can use to describe the Himalayas just like how her range stretches endlessly. From afar, she appears as if she remained this same way for thousands of years. Up close, however, we would see that she is changing every second. We adore the beauty we observe in nature. We are humbled by the transformations, some gradual, some violently erupt, that we witness in nature. But we often forget that we, too, are nature. The stuff that makes up the oceans, the mountains and the stars are also a part of us. The same transformations that happen in nature, gradual, abrupt, gentle or violent, are all happening within us. Our cells, billions of them, die and regenerate every minute, every day, and at the change of every season. The changes we witness in Mother Nature follow a certain set of rules written by herself, and our transformation is our own story to tell. If Mother Nature can carve out the beauty that is the Himalayas, 
then I can carve out the beauty that is my life. Beauty that is formed over long periods of persistence, mundanity, failures and unglamorous, plain hard work. This form of weathered beauty, like the Himalayas, exudes a sense of grounding and quiet confidence. Can life be a series of great experiments, perhaps motivated by the desire to keep creating and recreating ourselves? perhaps following a curiosity to try something out of our comfort zones, learning something new or experience something unfamiliar. Change is scary, but it can be beautiful. Do we choose fear or love to guide us through this process? Like the legendary phoenix, changes in our life, however minute or grand, can be a time of renewal a marker of rebirth, a journey of trial and error, observations and adjustments, pain and joy, all at the same time. With no qualms to adapt and paying no attention to criticism or judgment, we are a piece of nature that simply will continue to be, to being, and to become. Thank you, Yokes. Oh Thank my you. God. Thank you so much. So powerful. In your new edition, the because I know the last page it says, "So it is, I'm alive." Is it still the same thing? It is still there. So it is, I'm alive. I yeah. love the way you ended the book. I oh, uh, yeah. In the previous okay. episode, I said I'm always obsessed with how a book ends, mm. and I think it's so powerful. Yeah, and so how it so ends, it is, um, Becky, alive. is connected to how it began. Oh, if you see coming full um, circle. Page 12, you will see a quote there by Joseph Campbell. Oh, do you want to read that also? How about you read it? I read, uh, okay, Joseph Campbell. People say that what we are all seeking is a meaning of life. I don't think that's what we are really seeking. I think that what we are seeking is an experience of being alive so that our life experiences on the purely physical plane will have resonances with our innermost being and reality, so that we actually feel the rapture of being alive. So it is, I'm alive. Yes. I love that you are the one who is reading it because you posted it on your IG yes. today. Yeah, I was yes. so captivated by yeah. this Yokes, can I share with you something I just realised? Yes. Okay, this one, right, is double exposure, right? Is it? Yeah. 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 What is this? Huh? That's the uh, film pockets. Film pockets, okay. So the way I read it, right, I, I thought they were like little windows of a train. Oh, Like it's just so a journey. True. And then I just realized, right, if you were to look at the spine. So when I was just looking at this, right, it looks like it's a train that's just moving. I don't know. Just now when I look at the spine, I was like, wow. this is a train that's just moving forward. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just reading so much into a book. <laughs> that, that's the medium happening again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks for letting us be on this train with you. Yeah, the ride Thank you so into the much rabbit again. hole. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope we can get yokes like as a tradition every year. Every yeah. year. Like every right? one like, year. Uh, around Christmas time. Yeah, right? we will get her back and then we'll just talk about life. That'll What's so up, nice. ma'am? So maybe nice. the next year will be about the Chinese one. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. You know, the fan Okay, so that's a date, okay? Maybe it's okay, a date then. with yokes. Yeah. Oh my god, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. I think today is a masterclass about allowing, about <laughs> adventure, about Sorry. persistence, and about connection. I think those 
Yeah. That's the chong tian that I've got from today's conversation mm, with mm. Yoks. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> because you go and count a lao sai. <laughs> so every time we hear allowing, it's like we were, yeah, so anyway. you prime me to think of allow with yes. a lao sai. It's a very strong mental picture now. So just you just allow. spoiled her whole book. <laughs> <laughs> or made it better. Or made it better. <laughs> Okay, so um, we're going to wrap up this episode and again, we're going to so let... So good, right, this episode? So good, right? Yeah. Oh. So we're going to let Yokes do the honour of choosing a okay. song. Okay. I came prepared today. Tell mm. us tell us about this and, track. Um, today, I picked the song by Wu Bai. Wow. Wu Bai. Do you know he's a great photographer also? Exactly. Mm. So the reason why I chose this song, it's, and it's called Ai Ni Iwan Yen. Wow. It means love you at... 10,000 years, I think, yes. um, by him. Uh, it's because during my time in the Himalayas, I chanced upon an article about how he oh. shoots with film. Mm. And I was very obsessed with the article. I started to dig out everything about him shooting film. And then I started re-listening to his songs. And um, I remember, so in the, in the book, you know, on page, what was it? In the earlier parts... Uh, page 23, I wrote about my first journey up to the mountains. You know, it was 6am, I was squeezing with nine other travellers in a tiny little van and we are climbing up the mountain and it was going to be like a quite a huge shift in the altitude mm. from I think maybe 1,000 plus to like 4,000 plus or 3,000 plus. So anyway, as the van was climbing up the mountain... <laughs> very slowly with a lot of sharp turns and twists. Um, I was listening to this one song, Ai Ni Iwan Yen. Oh my God. And this particular version is actually um, a live, part of a live uh, recording from his concert. Mm. Yeah, and this concert, I believe, is called Shen Ming De Xian Chang. Oh. So, translating oh. English. Presencing. Yeah, presencing also like, you know, the scene of life. <laughs> Sometimes okay. we say the scene of the, the scene of crime, right? Yeah, yeah. But then this is the scene of life. life. Oh my yeah. god. And if you listen to this live version, it's amazing. It's it's really long. And there are there's lots of diff, uh, there's a lot of changes to the rhythm throughout the entire song. There's a lot of twists and turns. You know, throughout the whole song, it's quite consistent that he just kept singing, you know, I will love you ten thousand years, I will love you ten thousand years. But he sings it in so many different ways. In some parts of it, it almost feels like a very slow, melodic, gentle kind of love. And then suddenly, it will swing to the other extreme where this profession of love is very passionate, is very fiery, okay. and is very energetic. And then so he just keeps changing the way he sings this, I love you 10,000 years. And I think that's... That's essentially how we express love as well in so many different forms. And I remember when, as I was hearing him <laughs> sing about love you a thousand, 10,000 years, I just kept thinking that's, that's what I'm saying to the mountains. Yeah. And I, I, I was a bit shy. I was in a van with nine other travellers and they were mostly either from other countries or from India. And I didn't want to embarrass myself by shouting in Mandarin. <laughs> uh, but I, I really wanted to scream out loud to the mountains. And I felt like that was my declaration to the mountains about how much 
I love them. I will love them wow. 10,000 years. What a great a song. song. Hey, Thank can you, I, Can Yoke's I share something creepy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because these few days I've been reading Yoke's book, right? And I was like, wow, I'm so inspired by Yoke's. Like, I also want to jump into the rabbit hole and publish my own book. Mm. And then I thought, hey, like, oh, there's this Upai book that I'm super inspired <gasps> by. Always one. Every time I want to publish my book, I would dig out that Upai book. So a few days ago, like actually yesterday or two days ago, so I went to my shelf and I took that Upai book. And that Upai book was together with your book on my oh. table oh my for the last two days. Eh. What? <laughs> Becky, don't ignore this sign by the universe. Yes. Yeah, but it's creepy, right? Yes. It's in so the most creepy. Boo-boo. It's not they were really together. It's not creepy. It's meant to be. Yeah. It's meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Yorks, for your Thank time. You. Thanks for joining Thank you, us. Yeah, so can we cheers to Julie and to um, jumping into the rabbit holes even if you're not prepared to and a commitment and a persistence to love rain or shine oh I love that Julie Yeah.
小船去找港湾，不能把你忘记。爱的希望，爱的回味，爱的往事难以追忆。风中花蕊，生怕枯萎。我愿意为你祝福，我爱你，我心。心中再没有谁代替你的体会，我爱你，对你无助流泪，不要不顾你，你要为我再想一场。
Michelle Mouse, if you have really enjoyed our podcast, uh, we have some call to actions for you and we are going to be super greedy this episode, okay? There are yes. four things that you can do for us and you can just pick and choose. Mm. Mm. So you decide, okay? Mm. So uh, one thing you can do is you can follow us on IG, Instagram. Mm. We are at Lito Labs. Mm. That's where you can follow us and mm. then see what we are up to on a daily basis. Yes, and then you can DM us as well. And then the number two thing that you can do is actually go to iTunes, look for our podcast and then leave us a raving review. <laughs> <laughs> one star don't leave, huh? Yeah, one star don't leave, huh? <laughs> we are the Lito Podcast on iTunes. Yes, and what's the third call to action that they can take? Okay, the third call to action is that we are going to start a membership site called Ooh. Lito Academy. But it hasn't been launched yet, but if you want to find out more about it, you can go to lito.academy mm. and find out more about us and sign up for our mailing list to be updated. Yes, and then the last one is if you know of a friend or anyone, okay, who is struggling with any issue that we've already covered in the previous Lito podcast episode, please just send a link to them so that you can uplift them and elevate them and support them because a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> is it? <laughs> okay, but most importantly, good things must share. Yes, good things must yeah. share. Okay. See you. Uh. Love you. Bye. Bye.